Hello, we are Zero Points Articulated, and this is Makai Talk Radio, a podcast about tokusatsu and, I guess, other live-action shenanigans. Yeah, kind of like whatever we feel like talking about that's either hero-related or, I guess, special effects-related. Yeah. Just kind of stretching that. <laughs> anyway, I'm Jimmy. And I'm Rob. So, I guess it's like, uh, we deviated a little bit off of, like, our planned every two weeks but it wasn't six months this time so Uh i think we're doing pretty good (laughs) it's still more frequent (laughs) (laughs) all right so i guess we'll just jump right into it since the last time we recorded garo versus road ended and i guess we just want to start the uh review slash discussion for the end of that series with just a uh a moment for our boy uh nagamo (laughs) god damn that character was so cool yeah he really just kind of, like, came out of nowhere He's like, as the best boy. Yeah. Like, fuck Kuon. Like, I don't even think Nagumo did anything wrong at any point. Mm-hmm. Like, even the, like, dude he killed, he was like, Hey, man, <laughs> please stop fighting. I don't want to kill you. <laughs> but I-, I feel like that dude had what it took to be a knight. Yeah. Like, he, he, he kind of had the, the feeling of, like, what you need to prioritize. Mm-hmm. But, other than Nagumo uh, gushing or simping, <laughs> um, I guess talk about the series itself as a whole, because, like, I think the last time we talked about it, we were feeling pretty good about it because of where it was. Mm-hmm. And we just watched the, uh, the backstory episode, essentially. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about it now that it's over? Uh, I actually liked it. Like, they managed to do something different with Garo, but have it still be pretty Garo. Yeah. I mean, it, it is ballsy to, like, have a Garo series where a transformation only happens once. Yeah. But the fight was pretty cool. I personally don't know how I feel about, like, who I'm just, like, walking away from the title at the end of the series. Uh-huh. But I guess for the narrative that the show was going for, it makes sense. I guess. Yeah. But, like, their world is still pretty fucked now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess it wasn't his responsibility, but, uh-huh. like, at the same time, like, this chick's still running around with, like, all this fucking dark metal yeah. and, like... Who knows what she's up to. I mean, aside from that, that world's kind of been garless for a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a great future. Like, okay, okay. So, I, I don't know if, like, how many people who actually listen to this, like, watch Car, But, like, if you really think about it, like... The whole power structure from Akai Knights and Priests was fucked up to the point where they thought the best idea to get a new Garo was to make a bunch of kids kill each other. It's like, what the fuck? I don't know. Like, what, what, what's stopping the horrors? <laughs> <laughs> like, the established horrors are actually still a thing in this timeline, so like... Yeah. What, what is stopping horrors? I mean, I could see... Like, if the Order kind of blew up, just families and lineages just kind of continuing on 
their okay. own. Okay, that makes sense. So it's more like a an even more like lone wolf type struggle type thing. Yeah. Like less rules, more just like we'll protect humanity. Uh-huh. I guess <laughs> it's what our family does. <laughs> I, I I can definitely. See, I I actually want to see this universe like explored a bit more. So yeah. I, I hope we get a sec- second season. And said second season is better than Goldstorm. <laughs> Man, I just I keep coming back to like talking shit on Goldstorm. Uh-huh. But overall, like interesting season. If you're just looking for random Toku to watch and you don't want to be bogged down by like the weight of Garo's history, it's a decent show. You're not going to see a whole lot of people transforming, but there's a lot of cool fights and. Yeah. You know, pretty cool characters. Pretty cool characters and some solid acting. I mean, let's all be real. I know Toku doesn't always have the best acting, but this is this is solid acting. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, Zero Black Blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh that uh, what was it? Uh, what was her name? The one that had her dad's bones. She was able to lift off. Her oh. Sword. <laughs> yeah. The one that taught us the reason why women can't be Makai Knights is because they, they don't got have the, the wrong right bones. <laughs> Man. What the fuck? That's some lore. <laughs> that, is, that is some lore. I don't even... <laughs> How do I even feel about that? <laughs> like... I mean, like... You can argue at least it's not like the reason, like, oh, women are weaker. Uh-huh. Just, they don't have the right <laughs> bones. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna get hung up on that. Man, I, I feel like I could like go around in circles about that all night. So, I guess we finally got a uh, new episodes of uh, Common Rider Zero One. Mm-hmm. And man, catching up to that and. Some of the new episodes have been pretty hype. Yeah. I think the biggest one is, like, Fua's arc. Like, the whole, like, I'm no one's tool. Uh-huh. And then, like, that big transformation into his final form. Like, I had a whole room of people watching it for with me, and we all pogged out. <laughs> well, what's been your coolest moment of the series so far? Because I think that's mine. Yeah, I think that's up there for me, too. It's either that or uh, the first time Zero One does a heat and metal thing. Yeah, that was also really cool. I feel like Fuwa's character has taken most of like the emotional depth. Oh, yeah. And I don't see my like I actually don't mind the Zero Two like suit design. I just don't see it being anywhere near as cool of like a reveal as that <laughs> form. It, it's just so goddamn cool. But uh most recent episode, we got the redemption arc that no one asked for. And it was crammed into one episode. Uh-huh. Uh, Robot dogs. Uh, <laughs> like, from what I understand, like, the, uh, the showrunner of this series has, like, a habit of doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. How, how did you feel about it, Jimmy? Like, uh... Nah, I wasn't too. I Bowser and Guy have been like my least favorite part of Zero One. <laughs> so it's just like getting through the whole buyout arc and everything. 
Yeah. I was like, like... Yeah, the bio arc was kind of rough. Uh-huh. Like, at least we got, like, the firefighter episode. That was a really cool one. Yeah, there was, like, cool moments in it. But it just kind of felt like it was going on forever. Yeah. I was like, we had the Metsubo Genrai, like, okay, we're gonna be terrorists and kill humanity. And then we're gonna screech the cool stuff to a grinding halt for, like, <laughs> intercorporation politics. Uh-huh. But, like, I guess the buyout arc was sort of use like, worth it, because after the buyout arc, we got, like, the whole argument about, like, what people are to corporations. Yeah. And we got some, like, really interesting topical, like, discussions out of a children's <laughs> TV show. <laughs> Are we getting slightly less episodes of Zero One than originally planned? Uh, I'm not sure. I know, like, the end date is, like, set for, like, August or something. Yeah. So, like, there is a possibility that, like, maybe this felt rushed because, you mm. know, there was the COVID break and they need to move things ahead on a timetable. Yeah. And, like, like I'm yeah, sure... Yeah, I could imagine... Because I'd imagine the stuff for, uh, like, toy-wise, the stuff for Saber is already in, like, production and getting ready to ship out to like stores and stuff so yeah del- delaying that is almost like next to impossible yeah like as much as i have a problem with this like weird one episode redemptive arc i feel like this was probably something they were planning on doing at least over a couple episodes oh, yeah and it just kind of like all right we need to move this forward because uh-huh. they haven't like like yeah okay your dad was kind of a piece of shit but at the same time, let no one forget that you're the one who made the arc the arc. <laughs> like, you pumped uh, yeah. it full of, like, hatred of humanity and basically made a Garo villain. Yeah. There's also all those crimes that you did as the CEO. Yeah. Like, spending too much money on luxury tea. Like, the list of the crimes he did was kind of... Some of them were so petty and hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> Action-wise, series has been, like, really solid. The arc... <laughs> um... So, yeah, the the arc... Uh, the arc fucks. I don't uh-huh. know how else this... <laughs> the arc just fucks. It's like, I'm going to rider kick you, but I'm not jumping at you. I'm just gonna lift you up with, like, weird, like, curse powers, bring you over to the kick, and then kick you. Just lift you up with human hatred. <laughs> Like, maybe one of the most metal villains we've had in a while. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, literally just curses. Just, just, like, curses for humanity. Man, that's attacks, like, just look so cool, too. Mm -hmm. Just style points-wise, definite 8+. Also, I really love that, like, its design is very much, like, less is more. Uh Uh-huh. Like, we don't need a dude with, like, the hugest shoulder pads in the world and, like, two big dumb horns. Yeah. I might be describing (laughs) Hart. (laughs) Hart's a good character. I actually am coming out. I don't like Hart's design all that much. That's that's fair. It's just so, like, this is a common writer villain. I'm really glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Also, yeah, like... As much as I'll dunk on, like, Guy and Thouser, I do like the Thouser suit. Oh, my, the Thouser suit looks amazing. Uh-huh. And oh. the, the, the presented visage is also yeah. amazing. 
but guys basically just discount Dan Curdo. Uh-huh. And I know that, like, that's basically everybody's opinion of it, but they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Unfortunately, Guy will never call himself a god. <laughs> and even if he did, I don't know if I'd be willing to accept it. But he does have the, like, drifting dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm. we lost our shit when we <laughs> saw that. It's like, the, this is basically just his Izu. Mm-hmm. Just the drifting dog. Also, there is, like, a moment where, like, I know, like, Guy's redemption wasn't super great, but for some reason we were weirdly hyped about the one who did it was I. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just that line, like, oh yeah, she could become friends with literally anyone, and then she's just left in the lab with him, and like, <laughs> we're all going, yeah, we know what's gonna happen here. <laughs> Someone's gonna get some therapy. <laughs> other than that, I think, like, I don't, like, other than Fua, I'm walking away from the series going, like, man... Jin might be one of my favorite characters in, like, a long time. Uh-huh. It's, like, started as a villain, but only because he was immature and didn't understand. And then, like, realized, yo, maybe I was kind of shitty to human gears. <laughs> now he's just, like, a dude fighting for his beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, man, Jin, Jin's is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's shitty that the arc is controlling him all the time. Uh-huh. But I guess it's the only way to get, like, all of Mitsuo Genrai together right now. <laughs> I oh, okay, that's actually something I want to bring up. Recap episodes. Like, it's just let's just talk about recap episodes a bit. Uh-huh. For a show that went on break, recap episode was actually super important. <laughs> and I love the way they did this one. Basically, like, the events through their eyes talking about what was important to them mm-hmm. while also like advancing the plot of like showing like okay here's this data and here's like what the arc was planning all along and why it needed them to like establish sentience yeah that was super cool and i just kind of love that and now i hate like all recap episodes <laughs> because at the same time i'm watching this i'm watching the recap episode of Ryuki where like <laughs> <laughs> where Kanzaki Shiro just like I'm going to redo the last six months of everybody fighting each <laughs> other and dying to make sure this piece of paper that my sister drew doesn't get torn in half and don't flame me I know the pictures are important because she fucking teleported through one of them but still if you don't pay attention to shit like that it seems really petty <laughs> also like the moment where like Ryuki just like prepared himself for six months to punch this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, man, that, that had to feel good when he finally punched that dude. Yeah. And I guess another honorable mention, even though it's not Toku, I'm always going to love the recap episode from Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> it's like, right before the last act of the series, the characters go and see a play about their adventures, and oh. everything is like completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> And it's like, man, this is this is some like next level recapping. That reminds me of the Macross recap episode. Yeah. The one where it's like the MC basically gets sent to the hospital mm-hmm. and the recap is just a fever dream pretty much. Where like <laughs> it's going through everything that's happened, except the MC just always messes up. Damn, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. So it's just basically a nightmare for him. 
Yeah, that, that's like super solid. All right, and we've also started the newest Ultraman series. Yeah. Ultraman Z or Zed. Or Zet. Zet. <laughs> but uh, we're we're in America, so we're gonna say things the right way. Um, <laughs> Z. Yeah, we're just gonna go with Z. Yeah. It's okay. I might be calling people out here. I might be making enemies, and. If Steve Josh ever hears this, he might hit me with the rocker toxic. Probably. But, okay, real talk, guys. Don't try so hard, <laughs> like, to say things, because it just sounds weird. No one's going to know what you're talking about if you say an anime name in, like, complete Japanese. This is a good way for no one to know what the fuck you're talking about. The only acceptable time to say Zet is when you're singing along to the Mazinger Z opening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> you just gotta know when to turn up the weed. <laughs> y- yeah. So, Ultraman Z. <laughs> because if you look it up on YouTube and you tell them Zed, they're not gonna find it. <laughs> <laughs> they'll actually type in Z. <laughs> and then they'll probably get a League of Legends video. Some kind of weird reskin video. <laughs> Alright, so the most important part about Ultraman Z is that Jimmy is in it. Uh-huh. Um, how did you get into Ultraman <laughs> Alright, I guess I'm going to start with negatives first. Uh-huh. Uh, only because I feel like that'll like lead me more into the positives as I go. Because I already have like counterpoints for my negatives inside my head. Yeah. Um, man, I'm having a hard time with the fact that there's like... The first three episodes, there's not really an antagonistic driving force. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, heroes are only as good as their villains. So, like, I mean, I think I was even joking, like, when we started watching today. It's like, I just feel like Ultraman, this Ultraman is about, like, killing animals that you could probably just, like, send back to space or put to sleep or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm glad episode four and five changed that a bit. Uh Uh-huh. Even though, like, four, I guess, technically humans were at fault for, like, disturbing this dude's natural habitat, but, you know, fuck nature, I guess. <laughs> but other than that, like, oh, Ultraman, Ultraman is always cool. Yeah. Like, when they do use CG, it's, like, usually pretty tasteful. And when they, like, I mean, like, everything else is just, like, practical effects and minis. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's always gonna be cool. I think this is a pretty wild Ultraman series, because they just threw... Zero in a portal right at the start of the series. I mean, hopefully this leads to another pretty decent movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, he can't steal the main character spot if he's thrown in a portal. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I saw in the in the preview for the next episode that Jeet is showing up. Yeah. So now it's just like, okay, Jeet is now the main character. <laughs> because I fucking love Jeet. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably the series that saved Ultraman in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, man, Ultraman's really cool from like watching clips and tried to watch Ginga. So then, like, five years later, I tried to <laughs> watch Ultraman, Ultraman G. <laughs> Was it five? Did we go longer? I think so. I don't remember, actually. We're going to call it five years. I think that's right. Because if it's longer than five years, it just feels bad. <laughs> What was it? I think it was like Ginga, 
Yeah, so far, um, plot-wise, uh, I'll be real with you. Nothing's happened. Um, but we did get Americans being hype about slightly racist things, which, uh-huh. you know what? I can't really blame people for seeing us that way. Like, American dude was just being typical Trump administration American dude. And then, like, the robot fell and he's like, ooh, kabuki attack. <laughs> like, he had his arms up in a certain way and hopped a couple times. I'm just like, man. Like, wow, kabuki attack. He can even do those kind of maneuvers. Although it was cool to just see this dude, like, mark out about Ultraman <laughs> showing up. And at the end of the day, they acknowledge Avengers' fighting spirit. Yep. <laughs> they acknowledge his fighting spirit by making a new robot and making him obsolete. <laughs> but, like, I, I guess, like, the plot's moving now. Um, The guy with, with the snake in his name is He's... doing guy with snake in his name things. Well, yeah. well I, actually, that was uh, Juggler from Orb. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. See, I, I haven't watched Orb because... Ginga was a thing, but I didn't oh, watch yeah. Ultraman for five years. Yeah, Orb is actually one you should watch at some point, because it's pretty cool, and a lot of the newer Ultraman series take a lot from it. Okay. So, like, Orb is kind of like the uh, the template for what we're, like, kind of going through right now? Yeah, kinda. Okay. I'll probably go back and watch it at some point. It's good to be educated if I'm gonna sit here and Act uh-huh. like I know what I'm talking about or anything. <laughs> I think that's one weird thing about Ultraman is how, like, you kind of don't need to know a lot going in with the new series, but there is, like, a lot of weird anniversary stuff going on. Like, all the fucking time. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, what's important is I saw the movie. I know who Ultra Jesus is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm ready for this anniversary series. <laughs> I wonder if this is how people felt like watching Zio without watching like any other Heisei writer other than Build. Probably. Because that was a lot of people, apparently. <laughs> it's like Build was like so popular and like so like legitimately good, it got a bunch of new fans into it. Yeah. And then like unfortunately Zio came after. <laughs> and that's not me saying like, oh Zio is like absolute shit, because I think like Zio is better than Ghost. And I may maybe a little better than Wizard, mm-hmm. like, but like when you hit the very like specific anniversary moments, yeah, the like Agito episode and stuff like that. Oh my god, the <laughs> Agito episode! Like everybody can complain about Blade, but like once again, gonna make some enemies here. Who gives a shit about Blade? The Agito episode <laughs> was everything we wanted in like an anniversary moment. We got like the actual choreography. So he felt like Agito. We got the cool transformation moment. We even got like an alternate form from him. Like in my book, Zio is a solid seven out of ten just for that episode alone. <laughs> On that tangent, I am getting a Beyond Driver, so that's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> like there's like that whole Bandai sale going on, and if you don't know about it, and I'm not being paid to say this, but if you don't know about it, check it out because there's some cool stuff on there. They like reprinted the uh, Sengoku Driver. I think, Jimmy, you got something pretty fancy from the reprint stuff. Uh, yeah. I pre-ordered it a while ago, but the Complete Selection Double Driver, which is, like, the fancier double driver. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see one up close, because a uh, buddy of mine, Zerlo, also got it. <laughs> so I got to play around with the guy of memories a bit. It's pretty legit. Yeah, they also have, like, 
rider bundles. Yeah. Like I think they have like a like a weird like Kuga Zero One bundle. And also, I think the wildest thing was that they're selling Common Rider T-shirts on Amazon now. Yeah, I know. Like in actual American sizes. Like there was one shirt I really wanted to pick up. It was like um, Common Rider like one and or I guess in this case, yeah, Common Rider Ichigo. Uh, <laughs> one feels flat. I'm not gonna lie to you, but. Uh, Kamen Rider Ichigo, Kuga, and uh, Zero One is like the first one of each generation. Uh-huh. And like, man, that's like a really cool fucking shirt. Yeah. They also have like the like 20 Heisei Rider shirts. Once again, I'm not being paid. Just like check this shit out. <laughs> the more like money we throw at this stuff, the like closer we get to like mainstream like releases and it being like not low-key legal to watch Kamen Rider. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's also like bringing it back to Ultraman. It's really cool how they're just uploading episodes onto YouTube with subtitles. Yeah, like, man, that that is honestly amazing. Like being able to watch Ultraman legally. Uh-huh. I don't know. It, it fills me with a weird joy. <laughs> it also makes me feel bad for Macross fans. Yeah. Because even if like everything goes that route, it'll never happen for Macross. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough life. Oh yeah, and speaking of the YouTube thing, depending on when you listen to this, if you haven't started watching Ultraman yet, you do want to get on that because the episodes are only up for a few weeks and then they delete the older ones. So, you know, two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. I'm guessing it's some licensing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, you bet if, like, if they leave it free the whole time, maybe they're worried about it affecting like Blu-ray sales. Yeah. Like, who's going to buy the Blu-ray if you can just watch it on YouTube? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, also with, like, other Toku news coming out, like, straight-up Ultraman series are just getting released on Blu-ray, oh, yeah. like, left and right. Movies. Like, the localization and the pace of it is, like, kind of cool. So if you're not caught up, find a way to get caught up and then stick with the official YouTube one. Yeah. If it's already deleted by the time you listen to this, I'm not going to say anything other than Japanese cat noises. Uh-huh. Dot S-I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once this is all over, just because I'm me, I will have a local archived copy of the show. I, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I know you will. But... Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, listeners, come hang out with me and Jimmy. <laughs> we'll have it archived. You can borrow it from us. <laughs> So I think speaking of things that's impossible to watch in like any coherent, probably like legal owned way, um, Jimmy took me down on a path pretty recently, and I gotta say it's pretty great. So we basically went on the Juon, the Grudge path, which, if you don't know, those aren't actually the first movies in the Grudge series, <laughs> which is something I found out last month. Okay, so, like, watching this is a journey, because you have to watch two shorts on YouTube first. Uh-huh. And then there's, like, a direct-to-VHS movie. And then is it the first movie, or is there something before the first movie? Uh, the... There's the direct-to-VHS one, and then there's the sequel to that one, and then there's The Grudge. Okay, so there's two direct-to-VHS yeah, movies. Those are Juan the Curse. Okay. And the second movie, also, like, the first 30 minutes of it is just recycled footage from the first movie. So, 
So watching Juan is like kind of reminds me of watching Monogatari because there's like an order. Uh-huh. You have to stack everything, <laughs> and like for some reason you don't start with what's at the beginning to like actually get to the beginning. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I mean, this is fun. So yeah, as far as like horror goes, like Juan like hits a bit different. Yeah. Like there's like this like anxiety and like inevitability, and I know, like, Japanese horror, like, a lot of the times, once people are fucked, they're pretty fucked. There's not, like, that American, like, maybe this person will, like, survive by being the main character and figuring out what's going on. Man, ghosts don't give a shit if you know. (laughs) They're angry. (laughs) Stop going in the goddamn house. (laughs) It's that easy. (laughs) Just don't go in the house. It's like, what the fuck? I think, like, that's the most, like, Man, don't go in there, I've ever done. <laughs> or just me, like, immediately going, no, why are you doing this? This is such a bad decision. And then there's the occasion where it's just like, oh no, this person already went into the house in the future past. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I think that's my favorite detail about this series. Uh-huh. Is that, like, it's just at a certain point, it just becomes completely temporally fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's just, it happens low-key at first, because... It's not like they just bring it up out of nowhere. Like, there's, like, little nuances, like, all the way from the beginning that this was always like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, man, it's 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 definitely worth multiple watch-throughs so you can see, like, the amount of detail they put into it. Which, like, I, I honestly think it's, like, a great franchise just from, like, the amount of, like, hard work everybody put into this. Yeah. Also, like, I guess, you know, don't watch anything after the second one. Yeah. Because apparently it goes like CG and shit after that. And we, we, we don't. And less good. We don't, we don't do that here. And then it ends with the Sadako versus Kayoko movie. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually interested in that movie because it was directed by the guy who did, uh, Noroi. And it's just like, how, how does that? <laughs> Wait. I think you, like, broke my brain. Uh-huh. So, like, for people who don't know and, like, uh, Neroi is, like, another Japanese horror movie, and it's definitely, like, one of the weirder ones, because it definitely, like, takes the angle of, like, you know, like, Japanese gods might have been low-key aliens? Yeah, that might be, like, low-key horrifying, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, check it out. It's definitely super interesting. And Especially there... if you like the, like, found footage type of film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that movie's fucked. It actually, like, super unsettled me. Uh-huh. Where, like, but, like, what the fuck would that even look like? <laughs> I mean, okay, so I guess we're going. I, okay, I guess for next episode, we're definitely going we're to like gonna watch. watch through original the Ring and everything. Yeah, and get this movie done because why would they? Why would they even fight? It's like one dude watched the fucking videotape in the house, in the house. <laughs> and they're just like fighting over who gets to like gut this dude, <laughs> or according to the Netflix series randomly vaporize someone uh-huh. <laughs> which okay i guess all right after gushing about the movie series yes uh-huh. there is a netflix series that is framed as though the movies exist in the world but they're movies based off the true events air quotes <laughs> of what actually happened and man people are shitty yeah <laughs> like the ghosts aren't even all that bad not yeah like Unless you, like, take, like, the whole idea, like, the ghost, like, 
drove people insane and like forced mm-hmm. them to do the things they did. But like, yeah, the Netflix series Juon Ghosts Curse is just like a slow burn. People are just being awful to each other, and then the spooky stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, there was a dude who basically had a bit part. I think he had like two scenes in the entire series. It was on screen for like a total of five minutes. Completely recognized him from a random Ascaro. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, okay, so like that series is pretty fun, and like you don't really need to have seen the movies to watch this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you could definitely just watch it without the movies. Yeah, you can go in pretty blind. Because it has its own like lore and everything, so you don't have to worry about that. And it is like, equally as fucked. <laughs> and it's also similarly like temporally fucked. Uh huh. Like, I'm pretty sure the one dude who got NTR'd to death, like, because, like, that's a dude, he just got <laughs> NTR'd to death. <laughs> yeah, that, that does happen. Like, he probably was, like, low key insane because he enters the house in the future. Mm-hmm. And, like, man, why do people keep entering this goddamn <laughs> house? <laughs> I think my favorite part about this Netflix special is, like, dude's like, yeah, I think I fucked up. I went into this house, and, like, the house was fucked. And this paranormal investigator's like, ooh, where's this house? And, like, and the dude's like, I'm not telling no, you. No, he's like, are you going to go there? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm not going to tell you then. <laughs> it's like, man, Tetsuya was like the only dude who had his shit together uh-huh. in the entire series. He's like, oh, I made a mistake walking in here. I need to make sure nobody else does this thing that I did. Yeah, like overall, like Netflix series, super good. Um... The film series, I think the coolest part about it is that it plays itself like an anthology. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, you can watch it as an anthology. Like, you don't even need to watch these movies all the way through. You can be like, I'm going to watch a chapter now, do some stuff, go back, watch another chapter. Because, like, they're all set up as, like, the chapter is a person's name. And it's, like, how their interaction with, like, the curse is. Yeah. So, it's honestly just, like, super interesting in that respect because you get to see how it like touches people's lives and how things like overlap and like i guess i'm just like a sucker for like multi-layered like non-linear storytelling Mm -hmm. because like i did end up watching like Dorara like two times in like two months (laughs) i don't even know how the fuck that happened (laughs) sometimes it really do be like that yeah man okay that's what i want the next like season of garo to be because it's already like an anthology series yeah and, like, they already, like, show that they can, like, kind of play with, like, um, with Makai Tales, like, play with, like, facets of the series at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it'd be kind of cool to just, like, start with an anthology with, like, random unconnected uh, Makai Knights, kind of all, like, breadcrumb leading to this, like, big bad that, like, yeah. kind of shits on the world. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I'm... <laughs> actually, the more I think about it, the more I actually really want this series. Yeah, it is pretty cool just, like, seeing some characters from, like, different movies showing up in different places and having their own vignettes. <laughs> like, I think, like, uh, we're... I think we were watching, like, the first, like, uh, OVA movie. Uh-huh. And, like, there was, like, the tutor and, like, the one high school girl. Yeah. And, like, until she put her, like, uniform on, I didn't even realize it was, like, the high school girl from, like, the literal first, like, short. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think, like, at that moment, I fell in love with it. Yeah. Because I'm like, holy shit. Oh, no, she was always doomed. 
And then, like, finding out, like, literally, like, just a minute later that the dude from the second short is her brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was, like, they, they got got at, like, basically the same time. Yeah. <laughs> also, Toshio's a little scamp and has done nothing wrong ever. <laughs> he just wants to meow at people. Yeah, he just wants to make cat noises and be blue. Yep. Just Toshio things. <laughs> also, I guess, okay, I guess we do... There is one thing I can't end this podcast episode without saying. Uh-huh. So, I don't care what anybody says, but Juon is definitely 100% just an alternate bad end to school days. <laughs> I don't feel like I need to explain myself. No, it it makes sense. It, it just makes <laughs> sense. It's all his teacher's fault. It all makes sense. He picked the wrong path. Alright, so this has been Makai Talk Radio. You can email us at zeropointsarticulated at gmail.com. And you can check us out at zeropointsarticulated.com. So that'll lead to our anchor page. We're on like a lot of places where you can find podcasts. Because that's what Anchor does. Yeah. We're on Spotify. Yeah. Which kind of blows my mind. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, we probably have like all of like two listens, but uh-huh. we're on Spotify. <laughs> we made it. We we made it. <laughs> we're big time now. Uh well, I hope everybody enjoyed this week's episode. We will try to get some more out. Do you mention any video content you want to do? Um, I didn't want to jump the gun just yet. But you gotta commit to it. Uh, okay, we're gonna commit to it right here, right now. I'm gonna start writing some scripts and doing some video editing. So I'm going to try to get at least some kind of like manga review series going on our YouTube. So I think the only thing that exists on our YouTube is like this meme video I made like six years ago. Uh huh. Like with the opening for Kampai Senshi After Five set to the opening theme of Cheers. <laughs> Which. I stand by that video, by the way. <laughs> like, I think, like, maybe, like, 30 people in the world will get it. Uh-huh. But those 30 people, they know what's up. They're the important 30 people. This is us signing off. I hope everybody knows. <laughs> せまにくるかげをきちもだしたたしてけなかくほえろうやろうゆけかぜのごとくさだめのせんしようやみにひかる